0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Anonymous Advice Podcast. I'm Andrew and happy Monday, January 11th. I've got my coffee in hand, hanging out, doing the whole podcast thing. The studio is really building itself up. I'm using a beautiful mic. My brother got a green screen behind us. I'm looking at one of those circular TikTok cameras that make you uh, look better or whatever. The lights. I don't know what it is. It's freaking me out. But I like it. Maybe I should start doing videos. And uh, I don't really want to go into too much about last week. But all I'm saying is I wish Liam Neeson was our president. You know, he kicks ass in every single movie. I was watching Netflix this weekend. He's in a movie called Unknown, I think, where he's in a car crash. He forgets things he's in a coma for a week he wakes up nobody knows who he is he's like I don't know you you're not who you say you are and he just kicks ass he kicks ass and taken he kicks ass and he's in a a train movie kicks ass again he kicks ass and takes names I don't know what takes names means I think he writes them down but you know I just love the guy and if you don't like any of his movies you're a liar and don't talk to me so uh we got a hell of an episode today my friend Brittany brave comes on she's a comedian she was in new york she's in miami now um one of the funniest people i know she's got a lot of things coming out um it's gonna be awesome and yeah i hope you guys enjoy this podcast it's fucking hilarious so thanks for tuning in everybody um i love all you guys and i'll uh, I'll, I'll see you next week bye do i sound okay Hello. Hey, what's up?
1: How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? Where? First of all, where are you? You're like hopping around New York. You're in Miami. I, I can't even keep track of you.
1: Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Miami nice. right now. Yeah, I technically live here at least through the winter. Um yeah. Yeah, because, you know, as you know, New York is, is struggling a little bit and cold and stuff. So, yeah, I'm here in Miami, but I've, I've, I've had to go back and forth for like shoots and auditions and stuff like that. So it's been a little bit of a revolving door. But um, nice. Nice. yeah, nice. but for the most part here in Miami, how are you, dude?
0: I'm good. I so my lease basically ended in it was August or September, one of those months. Uh, and I decided to just come back to Philly to save up some money. And it worked. Love that. I have A lot more money now. Love that. And, uh, yeah, I was just working from home for a little bit and, uh, you know, and, and all, all that. I don't know what to do now because it's like, I'm 32, right? I'm single. I can move anywhere in the world. I have no, you know, wh- where should I go?
1: Right. I know. Yeah, it's, Um. I mean, I did the, the same thing, came home to save and everything. And and now it's like, I feel like everyone has this like clean slate, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like insane. how you just have we're all just like i guess i could go do whatever i want wherever i want now because the rule <laughs> is that there are no rules anyway.
0: there are no rules i can yeah. do whatever i want you know uh run around the street naked or whatever you want we're actually we're recording by the way just so you know i didn't
1: oh great oh perfect but, uh, no i i love it good i love i mean anything that i would say on or off the record would have me canceled so this is great yeah right. yeah it's- i've
0: i've said a lot of weird shit on this podcast like i started it back in august and you know looking back i've done what 1920 we're almost 20 episodes in right now. That's awesome. Um, I had to, you know, bleep some stuff out, but uh, it's it's more of an open book, you know. And uh, I think the last time. I saw you you were trying to start a podcast, but you had like different things in the past couple of years that you were, you know, starting to work on and, and working on now.
1: Right? I did. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that right before I jumped in the Zoom call. I was like, I wonder if he remembers the podcast that I was trying to start. Yeah, that never saw the light of day. <laughs> um, I'm sorry for that. I,
0: <laughs> I you know, you, you're on to better things now, you know, like I think that the idea was good. But, uh, you know, I think you had a couple of uh, other better ideas, right?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. I just I also was like not ready. I, I really wanted to have a podcast at the time just to have a podcast. And yeah, yeah like the, the concept was okay. Um, but I had no I also had no concept of like the the labor that goes into podcasts producing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the editing and how the quality has to be and the consistency and stuff. So you know it was a, listen those recordings are somewhere they're living in infamy yeah It's um, exactly. great and we had a good time talking talking shit so and you were yeah.
0: in a, you were in a story at the time right like do you have a place back in new yeah. york or are you okay all right i'm
1: a free agent baby yes yeah,
0: i'm trying to figure out like uh, do you have do you have a new york license or are you still in florida license
1: i actually have a florida license okay all right. um but i want to switch over to I don't really know. I have to get mine renewed. It's yeah, mine. Something. I need to
0: renew mine. I, it's all over the place. I have no idea what the fuck I'm going. I'm doing over here. no
1: me either. I actually woke up today like with my anxiety levels through the roof. Because <laughs> now that 2020 is actually done.
0: I'm I like, can't complain about 2020 anymore. That's like my, half right? my <laughs> like now I have to do shit. Now it's like it's crazy.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, well, the year we all waited for is here. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Now what? Now what?
1: Is- now what? Now I have no excuse. And I got yeah. to do all those things that I was like, yeah, I'll wait till 2021. Now exactly. I'll- exactly.
0: 2021.
1: Yeah, and I've got 30 creeping up on me in, in three to four weeks, so... What?
0: Really? That's yeah. awesome. You're going to yeah. forget about it. Uh, you know, when I turned 30, well, I'm a 32 now, Jesus Christ. Uh, when I turned 30, I, I was I was so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I was anxious about it. I didn't know what to do, but uh, as soon as 30 hit and like three days later, I'm like, ah, I don't really give a shit anymore.
1: That's what it feels like. It feels like as if the, the anxiety leading up to 30 is greater than the actual realization. And... <laughs>
0: yeah
1: living as as a 30 year old like it's just so much of like have i done everything i need to do am i preparing correctly what what does this milestone mean and then i'm sure once it hits it's going to be pretty anticlimactic
0: did you uh, have like a plan for 30 did you ha- did you have like a set plan in your 20s because when we were hanging out like we were both like in the music stuff you know just like going to shows all the time and and, and you know what a wild 20s
1: I will actually say, yeah, yeah, like oh, RIP, me and my music, my hot music industry days. It's so funny. <laughs> Whenever I show like comedians, like the like relics I have, like I, I was able to get a couple plaques and stuff and like cool yeah. shit like that and like records signed and stuff. And comedians are just like, they geek out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I lived another life, I guess. But, um, yeah. you know, ironically, I actually have to say that I think what I'm doing at 30 is what I thought I would be doing at 30, even when I was balls deep in music. Yeah. Like, I still was like, I don't see this being it. Like, (laughs) like, I kind of knew. So I actually can actually be like, ah, 30 and you're doing comedy and you're completely out of music. Actually, I think you're right where you kind of always low-key knew you'd be.
0: yeah. uh you know even in my 20s like late 20s like early 30s when i was still going to like two or three shows every night i'm like what the fuck is going on here like what am i doing like i don't think this is like actually healthy anymore to be doing like the payoff wasn't you know i wasn't really working for myself sort of so just like ugh like this is this is bad
1: right right yeah it's it's yeah i don't like i i have come to terms with that like i i just think i i don't like having to work for anybody else and um you know, I was fortunate enough for the most part. I made my money act- actually through comedy this year, pandemic yeah. and everything. Um, but the little little dipping back into like PR that I've had to do or like other gigs and stuff has just reminded me that I'm like, I'm just one of those people. Like, I, I, whatever <laughs> it is I got to do, I got to be doing it for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. What are you working on now? You got a you got a new thing coming out, right? I, I saw some uh, little things on your Instagram promoting a new uh, is like a video series.
1: Yes. I I have a web series coming out. Um, I have a web series and I have the web series is called the disastrous dating life of Diane Damone. Um, and yeah, it's really fucking funny. And we're, I'm working with Joe (laughs) Conroy on it. He's a director cinematographer in New York and, um, it's it's been great. It's I can't wait to roll this out for people, and it's I'm it's so relatable and funny. And when's
0: it coming out? I saw like some teasers and everything.
1: Yeah, I I think we're shooting for we're probably gonna drop episode one by end of January, online oh, video nice. February. Yeah, and then, how long
0: are like how long are the episodes?
1: They're about ten minutes each okay, one, cool. yeah. And there, these three are spec episodes, so uh, and they're very funny. We think that they were like the the strongest out of all the scripts that we put together. And so what we're gonna do is like use those to try and hopefully shop it around for either like you know another platform buys it, picks it up, or or crowdfunding or something like that because we really would like to like pr- really produce this show big time. Love it. So yeah, and then I have a, a comedy special too called Muchacha. Um, And it's going to be it's a 30 minute sketch stand up variety special that I shot in Miami and New York Um, and that. It is probably we will probably let Diane lead the way, and then here, <laughs>
0: <after, laughs>
1: yeah. I think, um, but yeah, cool shit. Yeah, I do. I have some stuff in the bible Yeah,
0: and you're you're doing the tarot card. Th- you're all over the place. Uh, I'm doing
1: way too but, much, and I say this all the wait, time. Wait, were I'm you playing.
0: in? Chi- so you were in Chicago though for a year, right? Doing uh, imp- like improv.
1: I was. I did. I spent the better part of 2018 there. Um, a couple months there, and I did IO in Second City, and nice. I just binged. And I would say that that was really my like comedy anniversary. That was really when I like started comedy. Like, I yeah. it really clicked that I need to be doing this every single day if I'm going to get better. And like, I left PR. I went and through Caution to the Wayside. Spent a couple months in Chicago, trained and stuff. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a transformative <laughs> few years. It's what been.
0: wow! What what a way to transform your late twenties, you know
1: yeah yeah i feel like uh yeah i'm a different person from the last time we we saw each other I yeah
0: know, i know it's been i have a while. to say
1: have you ever done comedy because i've always found you to be um, like so fucking funny and i was like uh
0: not real. i i'm terrified of like getting up in front of people like i don't even know how you do that shit. like it's like how do you like i get when, when other people are like are on stage and everything with you but when you're just by yourself it's sort of terrifying right it's um, and nobody no. laughs. It's like, Oh shit, I got to get at it. Like, you know, you start crying and shit. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I, the thing is, I think it's it's not for me. Like it's so and I think that's why I get you know why I guess I'm I'm doing it. Um, because I think there's a part of you that is like fucking insane. If, if you're you want to get up on stage in front of people and bear your life and your soul like that. Yeah. So I honestly can't say it's like, it's not terrifying. It feels, it feels bizarrely natural <laughs> <laughs> to do that. Probably too natural. And like, yeah, I still have nerves every now and again and stuff, but yeah, I've always thought you were, so, I mean, I guess you're doing it now with the podcast and stuff, which is great. But I was always like, yeah, Andrew West is so fucking naturally. Funny. Wow. I like, wow. Yeah. I,
0: I, that's, that's, that's what a, what a nice thing to say.
1: You have my endorsement. If you ever run for president, you also have my vote.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that'll be tough. We'll we'll see what happens in the next (laughs) couple of years.
1: You're like, I got to do some. All right, maybe. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think on the last episode, I talked about some girl wanting to peg me one time. So I don't think that's, uh, you know, uh, the president may not be maybe, you know, uh, what what are those other uh, not vice president, but like secretary of state, maybe. Yeah, I think that's, that's the highest level that.
1: Yeah, you could be like a probably either guy.
0: of us. I'm, I'm not sure what you talk about comedy wise. But, uh, you know, there is going to be like, OK, this guy cannot run for president, but he, he can be a you know cabinet member, I think.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Same here. Yeah, I yeah. feel like um, wow, back when I was in PR, I think uh, outside of the recreational drug usage that comes with the music industry i think i was much more of a presidential candidate i think now that i've done comedy you're right i could i could take a cabinet seat but maybe yeah yeah
0: Yeah. how old you you have to be 35 right
1: i think so yeah yeah
0: 35
1: and i think you had to hold office before
0: yeah Uh, you have to actually do something
1: I i think so well unless you're donald trump
0: that's true good point yeah, Good who uh, a,
1: a pioneer in his own right, I guess. Uh, such, I've
0: never I've never stayed at one of his hotels. I've never stayed at his casino. I've never been to his casinos before. It's weird. I feel like I'm just out of the loop on that kind of thing. I,
1: I am, too. I um, Yeah, I never really paid attention to him, even when he had like The Apprentice. And the reality yeah, I thought show. the show
0: was OK. Like I watched a couple episodes of it. I'm like, all right, all right, I get it. But, you know, nothing crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's he's just such a caricature of himself that yeah. it's kind of insane. I, I felt the same way too. I actually do remember I walked into a Trump hotel one time and um I, I kept asking people just to point me to the bathroom and nobody had nobody knew where their own bathroom was, all the employees. <laughs> and then one of them was like, You have to be a resident to use the public bathroom. And I was like, You fascist fuck. And <laughs> I ran out and no, but um, oh, God. that's my one that's my one experience with his business.
0: <laughs> uh what a what a year what a what a year twenty twenty. We made it out alive. Uh yeah, you know, it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I I I was thinking that when I was watching the ball drop, and I was I just had like a low key New Year's with like one of my best friends, where I like cooked yeah. dinner, drank, and like you know just was like I was like, no sudden movements going into twenty twenty one, just like lay low. <laughs> and I remember like even like the the programming on TV. I've never heard a New Year's Eve where like people just say, "Okay, we did it."
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, what else? I guarantee they're in, like, a, a a room together or something being like, how, like, what are we even going to say on TV? Like, there's nothing we can actually say.
1: Right, like, somebody had a, not, like, write copy for them, but I'm sure the producers were like, so when the ball drops and it strikes midnight and it's 2021, let's not be, like, too excited. Yeah. Like, let's just, like, yeah. let's just modestly say we made it. Yeah. We made it. We made it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Well,
0: Let's hope this year's a little bit different. I guess I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, I don't mind being a recluse most of the time. You know, I'm just hanging out. uh, You know, I don't. I don't like uh, texting people back. It's weird. You know, I'm I'm okay with it for now.
1: I don't like. Okay, first off, I agree with all of that. And um, I don't like texting people back is. The funniest thing to me, because I was just thinking about this the other day and I'm I'm the worst text message communicator.
0: It's the worst. I hate I hate doing it. I don't like looking. I'm like, oh, now I got to tell I feel like I feel like it's an email or something. You know, it's weird.
1: I do, too. And I always want to give unless it's like it. I, I the pendulum swings because then it's like you have like my best friends or like my mom who I'm like yeah. so comfortable with that. I feel like I text them recklessly. Like I think they think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> like I, cause I just, I just expect them to like interpret the typos, and they're like, Brittany, what?" And I'm like, "Just figure it out, like whatever, like use context clues, you know what I mean?" But then it's like, if they're, it's not them, and I don't have a comfort level. Everybody else, I overthink the shit oh out of gosh. like replying to them, and yeah. then I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck this," and I just don't get back. To
0: yeah, <laughs> just throw your phone at the wall.
1: Right, right. So, um, yeah, and I hate people who like I. I it's like guys too, who are like ever like give me shit about like not responding in time. Yeah, if you're or-
0: dating some, are you single right now?
1: I'm so single. It's okay, yeah. yeah. I was
0: gonna say like I, I gotta I gotta sh- send these uh, t- uh, this woman I've been talking to on Bumble. Uh, I mm. didn't respond for an hour. I get eighty text messages. I thought you liked me. I know we're supposed to hang out in a couple of weeks. You Fuck kidding? you. Really? I'm like Jesus. I I put my phone down for fifteen seconds, and she's it's it's weird.
1: That's weird. That would be a massive, massive do, red. Do guys
0: fact. like? Are you? Do you guys get pissed at you for not responding?
1: I've had a couple guys do that. Yeah, or like I like I open Instagram DMs and I read them and I do the same thing where I'm like I want to get back to this later, and nothing turns me off more than a guy who double texts and is like. <laughs> no like same thing i'm like fuck you pussy. oh like- my
0: god yeah like what the fuck is that about i, yeah. I will never do that I, ca- I can't do it i can't bring myself to be that weird and like obsessive i guess I
1: right know. like i guess like or like i yeah yeah and it's as I've gotten older, which is funny because I think I was like this girl that you're talking. I don't know how old the girl is that you're talking to on Bumble. Is she younger than me? Uh,
0: she's uh, like around my age, let's say. But it's weird to be that way at my age. I understand when you're like 22 and like, what the hell, this guy, I, I, I like him, blah, blah, blah. But like when you, when you you know, when you've lived a, a little bit, you know, you, you got to calm down.
1: You are taking the words out of my mouth. I was literally <laughs> about to say, like, it's a very not adult form of communication. Like, I feel like early 20s, I was like her, like what you just said, like where if a guy didn't get back to me, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, why didn't he not respond to my text? Yeah. And like spiral and go. Cr- and now I'm like, I'm a fucking adult. I have shit to do. Like. Yeah. And unless you're like, emergency, I need an answer right now. Like, it's such a lackadaisical, laissez-faire, whatever the fuck word you want to use, form of communication that it's like, listen, I'm going to, the whole point of this is that it's supposed to be more convenient than a phone call. Right. yeah so like i'll answer when i can yeah and if i really want to see you i'll call you or whatever it's like, what are you
0: looking for a fucking amber alert every goddamn 10 minutes jesus
1: whenever people are break. just like what are you doing today i'm like what the fuck do you think i'm doing i'm almost <laughs> 30 like i'm working uh, i
0: hate those i hate those text messages a couple of my friends still do this they're like what's up i don't fucking know like wh- what's <laughs> up with you? What you why did you just text me this exactly like, do you want to hang me. or like what do you want to like what do you want me to do like i'm gonna
1: they're like, hey, and I'm like, yeah, hi, and they're yeah. like, what's up? What's what? How's your day going? I'm like, I'll let you know when it's yeah.
0: done. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what is? What are you trying to get from me here? You know, uh, go to the get to the point.
1: Right. And I've also found, at least with date, from my experience with dating too, like the guys that are more text heavy are usually the ones who can't like follow through. Like, yeah. so because I'm like, well, if you really just wanted to see me, like you wouldn't double text or like you wouldn't be text. you you use text as a means to see me you'd be like yeah. hey let's go on a date this week i'd like to see you those are usually the ones yeah. that i'm like i never see him but he's somehow always like texting me yes like, i don't yeah
0: yeah and before we get into a couple of these questions here do you get like uh do you get like weird dms in your instagram
1: like nonstop, like the weirdest. really shit. yeah wow. i feel like men have turned i have a bit about this about how like instagram is kind of a dating app now like that it like with with the dms like what goes down in those dms is like a lawless land like they just like i've i've had offers if i want a sugar daddy really oh god one guy i think i met at a show i don't even know i he followed me he was asking if he could pay me for a pair of socks that i've definitely (laughs) worn yeah well, did like, you take the, did you say no no well listen it was in the middle of the pandemic so i did not say no but i was like why <laughs> <laughs> and how much money and maybe like yeah, you know I may,
0: yeah i may have uh, i may have talked about this already but like uh really quick before like so one of my friends is over at our uh, apartment in New York a couple years ago he's like yeah some guy came up to me um, I'm wearing the same socks for six days in a row he said he'd pay me 300 bucks if I just wore the socks for a week and uh, we'll hand him off in the subway and uh, he'll pay me I'm like Jesus I'm like, I'm like you're still wearing them he's like yeah it's like why don't you wear them for a day and then just lie to the guy like, I don't what? Understand.
1: Exactly. that's what I would do I'm like um, yeah I guess like good for you for having character and seeing through on that but yeah, yeah. It's,
0: uh, just wear them yeah, for a day I or not would... even wear them at all just uh, you know rough them up or something I have no idea Right,
1: rough them up pee on them or something who mm-hmm. cares he's never gonna know exactly. um, but yeah I have a bit about that about how i'm like instagram whether you like it or not like even if you're not on the apps if you're on instagram you're on the apps because it's it i just think guys they, and some of them don't even care like they just yeah. constantly are like fire emoji fire emoji fire wow emoji.
0: I love. Like, I mean, I've been i have done that before, but uh, yeah.
1: But I feel like you're you're a you're a smart guy. Like I think you would know. You're like okay, I gotta cool it on I mean, the.
0: Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, that was bad. Uh, I can't be doing this. Yeah, I'm not like. I I, I can read a room basically, if that's the uh, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um. You know, and I don't, listen, I'm all for shooting your shot. And like, I, I listen, I've done it. I do it professionally through the DMs too. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't know who to email here, but the show looks great. I'd like to be on it, whatever yeah. kind of thing. But it, I think it's become like the dating apps and that some guys think like, well, everyone's expecting me to be kind of crazy on here anyway, right? So I might as well just like, <laughs> hey, can you jerk off in a sock for me? And yeah, oh
0: man, that is sh- that is way past shooting your shot. Like, I feel like that is just you're, – you're way overboard here. Uh, you know, you – you'll you'll never get like a good paying job i guess if that's you know it's you can't be doing that i feel
1: completely like. agree i think that's shooting yourself in the face is really what what that yeah. is more than yeah. anything but yeah it's like
0: what happens if you say yes they'll be like caught off guard be like oh uh uh, uh you know like they, they'd be you know they wouldn't even know what to do next
1: right exactly so um yeah that those are my feelings on the dms the dms do get yeah. a little craze crazy sometimes or guys are like i've never i've just seen your comedy online and i've never met you and i think i'm in love with you and i'm like god <laughs> what, I, what i would give for a fraction of that from a guy i'm actually interested
0: yeah in. that's the problem that no one you're interested god. in ever does that like if so, some girl i was interested in hit me up on a dm i'd be like what the fuck ah, i'd be like ah, i'd be crying out <laughs> of happiness uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, I'd be on a plane or wherever she would be. But uh, yeah, so let's, yeah, let's get into a couple of these questions. Uh, You may have some good advice. I I believe in you here. I I think I'm I'm excited to hear your take on some of these things. My advice sucks.
1: I tend to be I give really great advice when it's not go. my situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's my life. I set it on fire. But uh, yeah, not.
0: that's that's good. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that for sure.
1: <laughs> right, right. So
0: I'll read I'll read the question, then I'll just shoot it over to you and then I'll I'll chime in every, you know, whenever. Okay. All right, here we go. Question one. I found out my husband hired my friend to strip at his bachelor party. I'm 30 and I'm a female. And my husband's a 32 year old male. Four years ago, I got married to my husband after dating for six years. So 10 years total. Now, my friend Rebecca has stripped since she was 21. She stopped last year after getting married and is uh, going to be a I don't even know what this is uh, going to be a what a mother in law sister, whatever it is when Mm -hmm. her baby is born Mm -hmm. since our children were very close and basically neighbors. She lives at the bottom of the road. Uh, We live on last week. One of my husband's friends visited at the same time as Rebecca, as I had made plans to shop with her. I forgot to cancel and she showed up after she left. My husband's friend commented that he can't believe we're still friends after the bachelor party. When I asked my husband, what his friend meant, he refused to comment and we got into a huge fight over it when he told me Rebecca had been the stripper at his bachelor party. I texted Rebecca in the moment that I don't want her around anymore, but she hasn't responded in a week. I feel betrayed by both of them, but I know it was just her job. I miss Rebecca a lot, but I'm so hurt. I don't know what to do. I need advice.
1: Okay. I think what you need is a new husband and a new best friend. (laughs) Really? I think. Yeah. Well, wow. Okay. Um, First off, the MVP of this whole story is the husband's dipshit friend. I know. Who accidentally was the hero <laughs> or like ruined everything. and was like, hey, I can't believe you guys are still cool. Um, You know what oh I think trip, trips me up about this? Like I like, okay. What trips me up is that Rebecca failed to mention it. That's yeah. what I think it is.
0: That's weird.
1: Yeah. That she like, wouldn't
0: mention it at all.
1: And hasn't responded. And I'd be curious to like, follow up and see like if they've since talked and she's since provided like an explanation or something like that. Because that to me is like, if it really is like also is she like an open sex worker and stripper because- yeah
0: so that's that that gets into a different thing like does, does she just strip I'm, I'm i assume that she's taken other you know favors or whatever from people right
1: right so it says my friend rebecca has stripped since she was 21 okay well, I, I. okay so well, yeah oh, like, when i screw, I
0: screwed this up before it's a state she's gonna become a stay-at-home mom it was just a, an abbreviation i had no idea what it meant but it's
1: i would have like, not known what that was i thought it was yeah. a, like a, a sex position yeah, like, yeah. Or something. she's gonna be a psalm and i yeah, was like
0: some i'm like what what is that? So Rebecca quit stripping uh, because she's going to become a stay-at-home mom. next. So
1: she literally came out of retirement <laughs> for her good friend's husband's bachelor party, and she did it in secret.
0: Do you think that? Do you think the husband would uh, would have been like, "Hey, don't tell you know my wife about this"? Do, do you possibly? Think, yeah. What I, don't know. what
1: I think is the husband knew she stripped. Always kind of had a thing for her that's really what i think it is and like thinks she's hot and then approached her about it and yeah probably was like i'll hire you i'll pay you whatever amount or or the or the best man did this or whatever um just don't tell my wife and then rebecca's just a bad friend i think you know but it looks like there's a little bit of an age gap here with rebecca too so maybe she's just young and naive and this is one of the bridges she's going to burn on her way to adulthood i I cannot
0: believe it's been four years since they got married and this is just coming out now and oh it's just like a random friend mentioned it which is hilarious
1: yeah that's so i feel like that's so funny because it's like I feel like I've heard couples in my life though. Like I remember hearing my cousin and his wife and they were like dancing around the topic of what actually happened at his bachelor party, but it was a couple years into their marriage. And I was like, how do you not know? And also who cares? And also like whatever. And she was like, I just know you had strippers there. And in the backseat of the car, I was like, of course he did. Like, (laughs) like, obviously. And I don't know why my cousin was like, no, I really didn't. And like trying to hold it together. And she's like, yes, you did. And I was like, Like, we're just all in a pool of denial right now. Oh
0: my gosh. Like, shouldn't this come out on like the honeymoon when you're together for like two weeks? Not like three years later?
1: Right. Or something. Or I I think I've always said this. Like, when I get married, I'm going to tell my husband, like, if you, I don't know. I've thought about being like, let your bachelor party just be your last fucking hurrah.
0: Like, yeah, but like define, you know, I would never, That that's the problem. The last hurrah to me may be getting a stripper, which I think is fine. I wouldn't care if my, you know, wife or whatever does it. However, when it goes a little bit further than that, it's like, yeah, um, oh yeah, she gave me a BJ. I'd be like, I, I got to break up with you. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's also true. I think that's true too. Like guys are always like, it's your last hurrah. And then there's two different types of men. It's like you who's like, yeah, my last hurrah in the sense that like, I dropped more money than I should have and got yeah. a lap dance, whatever. And then other guys are like, it was my last hurrah, so I had a foursome with all the strippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one I of them's that pregnant. that broad over there. Yeah, yeah. I, my broad, I did coke off of one of them's asses, yeah, yeah, like, what, yeah. and I'm like, that's a like that would be something that I'd be like, hmm, we have a shadow side that's gonna come out in this marriage. Yeah,
0: like should I marry this guy? Like should I have married this guy?
1: Right. Um, but I don't know. i i or I feel like I would just go into it being like, just tell me. Ever, like just whatever yeah. happens, just tell me, and I promise not to be mad. I would just rather know than yeah, be four years in and and now I find out because now the whole question is why did we hide it? Like, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, exactly. that's sketchy. so what would you what would your advice be? So you think that she should get rid of Rebecca from her life and divorce?
1: Um, I definitely think Rebecca's out, okay um this is <laughs> this is fake feminism, and I <laughs> She's not, Rebecca's not a real friend. And especially if Rebecca, I don't know the follow up to this. We don't know, but especially if Rebecca never addressed it and never came clean, then that means that she doesn't have your best interests at heart. So goodbye. The husband. And, uh we're in it a little bit more with you know we're we're building a life together maybe it'll go straight to divorce but <laughs> i would get a counselor involved or something.
0: I, I would i would i would may maybe get therapy or something and I don't, maybe
1: I never don't know. be friends with hot strippers anymore exactly like, I would, stop yeah.
0: being friends with hot strippers
1: that's really the crux of the issue that's really it right there <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i think uh, it is avoid strippers and yeah that's my Man,
0: advice. De- yeah, that's that's my advice as well, actually, to be honest with you. I'd be uh, yeah. I'd be very jealous.
1: Yeah, I cannot believe. It's just wild to me that they wouldn't. The It's the not telling her that makes it seem like as if it's like.
0: Yeah, there's more to it.
1: There's more to it. Also, you know how many strippers there are? You had to pick the one that's like closest yeah, circle. That,
0: the guy, the husband really fucked up. Like he couldn't, yeah, he just t- couldn't get a, no- a random stripper.
1: Mm hmm right God. right that's why i think and uh, you know men uh, you know no offense men men are dogs a little bit and <laughs> yeah i do i do I think he had it for rebecca technology. yeah <laughs> you're like i completely disagree um I think he had a thing for Rebecca. That's my take. And I think it's all coming out in the wash.
0: I I do. uh, I do actually think that as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. well,
0: well, there's some good stuff on that one. Hopefully we'll we'll get an update. Uh, You know, I hope it doesn't end in divorce. But, uh, you know, who knows?
1: Me, too. I really want to find them and be like, I got to know, like, are you and Rebecca good? (laughs) Like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, All right. Question two. Here we go. I confronted my father-in-law, who's 61. I'm a 30-year-old male. Mm-hmm. About pooping in our number one bathroom, and now my <laughs> wife is upset at me. She's mad at me. All right, here we okay. go. This is, uh, this is interesting. This past Thanksgiving, we kept it quite small and only had my wife's parents over. We moved last year, so this is their first time in our new house. It's an older house, though, so, so the downstairs toilet isn't great. I've dubbed it the number one bathroom, a.k.a. only do number one there. Even if I even I have never taken a shit in this bathroom. We, re- uh, we realized this because my wife crapped in it right after we moved, <laughs> and poop water went everywhere because of the clock. <laughs> I had to unscrew a hanger and break up the poo. Honestly, it was horrible. So when uh, my in-laws arrived, I said, "Before I can give you, uh, before I give you the house tour, be advised that the bathroom floor, uh, the bottom floor bathroom, is for pee only." And I made it very clear. After dinner, I saw him uh, walk to the number one bathroom, and I could tell by the way he walked that it was a number two. I used the bathroom right after him on purpose to investigate. It smelled very bad in there. Uh, There were poo remnants on the toilet bowl. The poop did flush, but for all we know, he could have easily clogged the toilet. I came back out to the table and said, Dirk, I know you did. That's an awesome name, Dirk. I know you did the number two in the bathroom. It's our number one bathroom. I didn't scream or curse him out. Everyone told me I was being inappropriate. Dirk denied using the bathroom for shit. My wife asked uh, if it uh, it was clogged and I said no. So she said, why are you even complaining? Then I explained how after her clog issue, she knows why I don't want number two in the bathroom. Then she began crying because it was embarrassing for her. Dirk began comforting her and said something like, I always knew there was something off about this guy. (laughs) I kindly reminded him that the bathrooms upstairs are fine for pooping. And I'm actually wondering if he pooped downstairs for a power grasp. He never liked me. I don't care about Dirk, but I'm concerned about how angry my wife is. She has barely spoken to me since Thanksgiving and I've apologized. What else can I do? First of all, these these questions are really I got you know, I got to I got to relearn English here. It's it's hard reading these things. But yes, this guy is this guy's a weirdo. What do you think?
1: Why is there so much shit shaming? Yeah, Apparently, I know. Is shit
0: shaming a thing? <laughs> this is this is the most embarrassing thing. Like I can I can barely pee in, a, you know, in a, in a stall.
1: <laughs> right. Shit shaming is now a thing. I didn't think it was a thing before, but this is <laughs> a lot. Um, also, yeah, why is he writing this post with, like, the vocabulary of a kindergartner? Yeah,
0: like, it's just tough for me to read.
1: Yeah, like, he's, like, number one and number two, yeah. the poo. It smelled really bad. <laughs> I did a poo-poo. There was, uh, um, Dirk, don't like that name, um, Yeah. I also love how this started off as an issue of, like, logistics. Like, this was semantics at first. Like, it was yeah. like, okay, this is house etiquette, clogging, something wrong with our house, whatever. And then it all of a sudden evolved into her hysterically crying. Yeah, this is, like, the
0: weirdest Thanksgiving ever.
1: <laughs> her dad being like, I never liked him and didn't want <laughs> you to
0: marry him. <laughs> you know, imagine, like, the whole thing started with just taking a shit, you confront someone. Now he's like, "I never liked you. Uh, you should fucking break up with this guy." You know, it's a whole thing.
1: I know. I like. I have this, this thought in my head that, like, before dinner, they were like having whiskey, and he was like, "Oh, I love that my daughter married you. I really do. <laughs> I love love the life you guys are building together." Then he takes a shit in the bathroom and he goes, "I never fucking like."
0: Yeah, you.
1: yeah. Right <laughs> now. Yeah. Um. This is a lot to. This guy sounds neurotic. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, the the shit fiasco is gross, and I'm you know I, I'm sorry that happened for them. I guess that's you know growing pains for new homeowners and stuff. Um, but I think this guy is like obsessive and controlling, and <laughs> also I don't know where to. Yeah, what do you I think? kind of
0: I kind of understand. Look, look, you know, if you have a house, right, and you say it's like, oh, just watch out for that uh bathroom, just only in it right right um, I understand why he got a little mad that he did it but like it's he seems like a fucking like inspector gadget or some shit like he's like checking on it he's investigating it um, it didn't clog I wouldn't have brought it up I, don't I know wouldn't I have brought it up
1: either that's the thing yeah you bring up a very very valid point it didn't clog so I have to give credit to his wife being the voice of reason being like why are you even bringing this up yeah and making it awkward if there's like no issue and now I still feel like as if like yeah totally that's annoying like when somebody does something in your house that you now you have to deal with but like that's also the price you pay when you have company over yeah. at all like in an apartment or a house or anything, like you're like, well, something could break, something could get clogged. Like, you know, we try. Um, I really think like as if we are using the shit fiasco to cover up the ongoing tension between yeah. him and the father-in-law. Because <laughs> I think he's projecting when he says, I knew the way he walked to the bathroom, he was gonna take a dump and yeah. he did it on purpose. And There's I'm a like
0: power oh, great he's like. I knew it was for a power grasp. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this family?
1: Family, right, exactly. And like, what uh, What a, f- a passive aggressive, disgusting way to retaliate against yeah. each other. Like, I'm gonna shit in your bed because I don't yeah. like your husband or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I also, concerning at the end that he says, I don't care about Dirk, like you're married to this woman. I feel like you should give a little bit of a shit, pun intended, about her father-in-law and what your relationship yeah. is. Yeah, uh,
0: it, it's weird though. I've never been in that situation. Like, I've met a couple parents before. I've never been in a situation where, like, I would hate my, like, father-in-law or, like, mother-in-law. Right. I feel like, like, how does that even happen, to be honest?
1: I, I don't know, because I don't, I would never, yeah, I would never get that far or, like, wed myself to somebody who I would feel, like, I feel like if I have any reservations about their immediate family, like, I probably couldn't do it, right? Yeah,
0: and also, it's yeah. like, why is your father-in-law, like, or why is your father such a dick to me? or something (laughs) he must have he must have done something to to make him feel this way
1: (laughs) i completely agree yeah i think that there's been a long there's a lot of tension here and yeah i'm gonna go off on a hot take here and say it's not really about it's not really about the shit but I yeah. also think that this guy needs to get a hobby. Like he needs <laughs> to start golfing, or I don't know, like play play a video game or something. Yeah, there's a little bit too much focus put on the plumbing in this house.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's too much. He's he's bored, you know. Once you start getting bored like this, uh, you start doing crazy shit like this.
1: Yeah, you really, yeah, you really, really do. Um,
0: so, how would you make it up to the uh, to your wife? What would you do?
1: Um. I'd probably start by saying sorry.
0: When you um, cry over shit-taking, it's it's really it's really odd, uh, you know, it's really odd.
1: Tensions were high in this family at this yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, I don't know if I'd cry if someone put me on the spot about that, but you know what? Women, we're, her- we're hormonal, hormonal. Like, you know, shit goes down. <laughs> um, I, I'd i apologize. What I really would do is I'd put my money where my mouth is, and I would just fix the bottom bathroom so that now it's a number one, two, three, whatever it is you need bathroom so that we don't run into this issue ever again. I'd probably up the cunnilingus for a couple months just to like smooth things over yeah um and i don't like i said i don't know if i would take the apathetic approach with the father-in-law i think i try to mono a mano yeah uh, uh, hammer this out
0: I you think. have to hammer that stuff out it's like dirk why don't you like me you know, like, right. we, what did I do to, you know, uh, set you off or something like that? Because I, I don't know, like even meeting I, whenever I meet like fucking parents, I'm, I'm on my best behavior. You know, I bring roses or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. So
1: it's a whole thing. Right. And like I said, they're married, so they're in it for for yeah. a long. I will also say this though and I just have to play devil's advocate the father-in-law is a 61 year old male that is not old enough to where we can justify uncontrollable bowel movement (laughs) add 10 years to that I'd be like listen Dirk can't help it Dirk's getting up there
0: first of all Dirk why don't you take a shit before you go over to someone's uh, house for Thanksgiving
1: that's really or hold it like what's yeah, going on? Yeah. yeah,
0: what's what's going on? Uh, here?
1: So, I mean, I think they're all trash people. I wouldn't marry <laughs> or associate with any of them, but that's yeah. my take. That's my. Yeah,
0: I mean, advice. I wouldn't either. I would get out of there. Honestly, right. you got to this. This woman needs to, you know, figure out where she is in life. What, what's, what's up with her dad? Uh, you know, the husband sucks.
1: Why do I cry over shit? Yeah, today? yeah. Like, there's a lot to unpack. Lots yeah. to
0: unpack here. Um, you know, I think that, yeah, that's some good advice there. Okay. I have to agree with you.
1: Yet I hope to God I'm never in a predicament where I have to apply. I that. hope
0: like I hope, you know, uh, one day if, uh, you know, I'm married, you're married that like I don't hate my wife's parents. Like, I yeah. don't think that'll happen. But like, I, I just hope they don't hate me, uh, you know, so.
1: I I feel the same way yeah I feel the same way um yeah and I'm actually the opposite like I I I would hope when I get married someday I have the opposite dynamic with my partner's family yeah
0: I just never I was never in a situation where like I'm sitting at a Thanksgiving table and we just like argue the entire time like I hope just that doesn't never happens it's just like a whole it's like a whole joke and a gag or something but like it actually literally happens all the time
1: it does it totally does I will say one thing I have to commend my family for is I've noticed that Everyone who's married, we all get along very well. Like, oh, yeah. like in-laws and everything. And I, are your like, parents I, still married? Yes, they are. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. For like almost like they've been together for almost fifty years. Holy shit! Yeah, it's like bananas, and they've been married for like forty-five. So, and they're great. Like, I will say, like our families feel like already extended families like like you would not know the difference between like blood and in-law in our family like we all like adore each other
0: and your parents like aren't intimidating when you like uh you you bring like a guy it's like hey this is you know jake or whatever you're not like nervous of them meeting right
1: never ever ever yeah Yeah, i actually probably was more nervous when i was younger but i think they rightfully so had their guard up because i was a teenage girl or or just young um but now my parents are like so chill and i you know they would never i mean they'll they'll be honest with me if they're not feeling them like you know they would say something after maybe but like
0: yeah who's this guy
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah my mom would say something like I'm not sold on it or something yeah Yeah.
0: oh boy yeah that would suck
1: yeah but they're they're actually pretty good with that especially for having an only child and a daughter oh yeah you are
0: the only child okay so that's a little bit different yeah
1: it is a little different and when you're a girl but they would they mind their p's and q's like usually with past boyfriends it's been when i've been like what do you guys think but also if i have to ask and they're not already raving about him then yeah. there was there was usually like, because when they have loved ex-boyfriends, they're like, he's amazing. Ah, like, you yeah. know,
0: my, my dad, my relationship with my dad is just like I went uh, I was in college. I came home. I had a hickey on my neck. Uh, and mm. he was like, Scandalous. oh, he was like, yo, Andrew, what the what, what's that? Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I was hanging out <laughs> with some girl. He's like, girl, I thought you were gay. I'm like, OK, there we go. <laughs> like, no, we just dad.
1: unpacked. Wow. We have eight. We went from having one issue on the table to eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow!
0: Yeah, I think he was just yeah. fucking with me, but that's that's sort of how it goes. So I yeah. really, just, I, I think he'd like anyone that I uh, just you know hang out with. That
1: makes sense. That mm. makes sense.
0: Yep. All right. Wow. That was some, that was some good ones. Let's let's do one more. I think this is this one. I don't, I didn't send you really, so I'll just I'll you know just on the Hit spot advice. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. So my husband admitted that he wasn't physically attracted to me. Jesus. Um, (laughs) I know where this is going. Uh, My husband admitted that he wasn't physically attracted to me. So a couple of days ago, my husband and I were hanging out talking. We got into a conversation about what attraction means to each of us sounds weird but it was a baked conversation he ended up saying he wasn't physically attracted to me I was not expecting this uh, yeah obviously and, and pretty much stayed quiet he jumped to explain that it was okay since I wasn't attracted to him either that's not true I asked him why he th- he would think that and his explanation was that since he was older he figured I wasn't attracted to him I told him that he was wrong in that assumption I stayed pretty quiet after he uh, but he kept to- talking trying to explain himself he ended up explaining in a roundabout way that he settled for me but still loves me I didn't uh, and still don't really know Know what to say in response to this and spending time together has been super awkward since i want to talk about it with him but i have no clue how to go about it any advice uh, would be appreciated uh, i would just get a divorce
1: <laughs> i would, would you? just you got to get out yeah, yeah. like
0: wh- who would like first of all who'd admit that
1: that's I guess. how did you end up in this if the two of you are apparently not a, if, like how did you even end up in this predic- like you had a
0: fucking wedding and everything
1: i feel like that's like rule number one of like dating and being with somebody romantically yeah. is like physically, I enjoy looking at you. And sexually, I like to mesh parts. Like, I don't understand how you've made it this long. Yeah, this is like a no brainer to me. I would be like, thanks for being honest. Bye. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Like what like what other way out of the, like you can't it's like telling. So I, I had a theory too. like if you ever tell like your girlfriend or something, she's like over. That's like the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? It's like you can't get back from that. That's or like, or say, if you say like your dick is small, you can't get back from that because you're always thinking about that in the back of your mind
1: a thousand percent like so you yeah like there's certain there's certain things that you yeah like you can't you can't come back from and I definitely think telling your romantic partner like I'm actually not really physically attracted to you yeah because it's like then what do you do like you're at this crossroads where you're like okay we're either gonna work on it which means we fundamentally change who we each are just to like appease each other but then like oh man that's something that gets wedged in the back of your brain yeah it's like oh he settled
0: for me blah 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 but uh, i don't know it's it's weird i guess nowadays uh, any girl who looks at me i fall in love with so it doesn't really matter about that Ooh,
1: i feel yeah i get it but also i'd like to fucking see this guy also yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like, what, like what the fuck
0: does this guy look like are
1: not- you packing? like what yeah. what the fuck like you also anybody who is genuinely that hot would not be that petty and mean. Yeah. And what I, that's what I think. Cause you'd actually be like a secure individual. And like, I know. this to me feels like this guy looks like a fucking narc. And yeah. And now he's just like picking on his wife because of his own ugliness and insecurity. Yeah, like watch her like- be a babe. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, I know. Imagine this girl's like a knockout. This guy's a fucking, uh, I don't know, John Goodman. John Goodman's cool. But you know what I'm going on?
1: Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I really saw this the other night. I was at a comedy show and like the chauvinism in, in Miami. I don't know if that's the word. Chauvinistic, chauvinistic behavior or whatever in Miami. How, yeah. How
0: is it down there? How's the uh, the comedy scene? How are the uh, the guys down there?
1: The guys are terrible. Like, I have no interest <laughs> in anybody. Like, they're the most sexist fucks in the world. Okay. And like, they're just they're gross. They're like machismo and not in like a, a, not Well, that's never really hot. So I shouldn't say not in a hot way um, <laughs> at all. Um, so I don't, I don't even consider really dating down here. Like there's like gotcha. nobody at all. Um, and that sexism definitely transfers into like the comedy scene. Cause it was really funny. Cause my first couple weeks down here performing down here, like I got, and I'm not one, of, I, I'm really not one of those like tightwad Karen feminists. Like I'm not, but like, I got like, <laughs> Mansplant like so badly. Really? Yeah, like people like like I walked into one of my first shows and one of the male comics was like, Who on the lineup are you dating?
0: Oh my god. And I was
1: like, I'm on the lineup. What
0: the fuck is that about?
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm featuring fuck ass. Like, like and like pushed yeah. him on the way. And like I was like, like or one of them was like, I was writing my jokes like before I was getting ready to go up, and then he goes, He's explaining to me how the comedy show is going to work, which is already annoying, but I'm like, whatever. And then he goes, oh, are you bringing your little notebook up on stage with you, too? And I was like, yeah, my little notebook full of jokes that fucking run circles around yours. And also,
0: yeah, also people do that when they're testing new material all the time. Right.
1: Right. Like, it's just little it's just shit like that. But I was at a show and this guy comes up and he's hideous. (laughs) Hideous. And he is he's like, Oh, you did great, whatever. And like, we're all kind of talking and stuff. And one of the other comics goes, he, well, he goes to me, the girl I'm with went to high school with you. She wants to say hi to you. She recognized you from high school. And I was like, Oh, cool. The girl, the girl you're dating. He goes, nah, 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 like, chill. Like, she's just the girl that I'm with
0: tonight. Oh. And
1: then the other male comics, god. like, is she pretty? And he goes, I mean, she's okay.
0: Oh my god. Like, I don't, I have never been. Like I can't even figure out why people do that. I guess it's like that's how I sort of gotten a mute like I'm sad emo kid and whatnot. But like, uh, you have to really have some balls of steel to fucking say something like that balls and yeah like, it's weird like I an it.
1: empty confidence you're disgusting yeah. like, like
0: confidence like that i never understand i don't get it especially if this guy's fucking uh you know a fucking gargoyle
1: right like what, what do you do Do you live in a, in a house with no mirrors like yeah. do, have, you, have you not actually held your own dick and seen how small it is like fuck oh you God, like yeah i i was so turned off and then obviously i see her she's adorable like she's yeah. so cute he's old and disgusting and he uh, uh, has the nerves to be like now? she's not my girl i'm That's-
0: wondering why she's dating him then it must be some sort of like i don't know some some guys sometimes people are attracted to that sort of like cockiness for a while but it's it fades out quickly i feel like
1: it does fade out quickly big time and i think i mean i think i think the older guy thing i think i think a lot of guys can like I actually think older men can con hot Smart younger women, yeah. you know, or no, just maybe naive necessarily, you know, because of just like age is like a factor that we like. I mean, yeah, my ex was like 16, 17 years older than me. Something, oh, yours like that. was, yeah, my last a, boyfriend.
0: Damn,
1: yeah, and um, I mean, granted, he would never do that if I got one that he ever said that about me, I him, but. <laughs> um like i think that's what i was because uh, him and prior to him like my last two boyfriends the one before that was eight years older than me too so eight i years
0: like eight. the older thing going on like i went on a date one time with like a 24 year old I, I had nothing in common i'm like oh yeah so TikTok, uh, what's this about it's like a whole fucking thing <laughs> it's a whole like, thing i, have, I just so have true. zero in common like uh, you know i used to club and you know when i was 20 or whatever but like now i'm just like ah, yeah, whatever you yeah, know get away from me
1: that gap between like i feel like a 30 year old and a 40 year old can can probably date like if you have your shit together in your in early 30s you could date someone late 30s early 40s and kind of be on the same trajectory and but i feel like as if late 20s early 30s and early 20s is like light years
0: i know and it's it's so weird because i've been taught it's like wait a second like why don't you want to like pregame to go out to this thing at 11 i'm like i want to be in bed by 11 like 11 like my birthday party when i was 30 was at 2 p.m we got drunk by 7 and i went home like that's that's what that's what i like doing now that's That's what
1: you do yeah you're just on a different you value different things and you're on a different wavelength and like i also notice it like in comedy sometimes too i'm on lineups with people that are like because i I started relatively late and like sometimes I'm on yeah. lineups with people that are like younger and that's great for them like they started in college and they're like you know when I'm like god they're so fucking annoying like <laughs> sh- like, like I like I don't
0: know You think, think you're funnier than a lot of the like I know you've been doing it for a short amount of time but do you see comics that have been doing it for like 10 years and be like oh my this, this guy just sucks
1: Um yeah for sure okay yeah you, then you see a lot of people who figure it out early on, too. You yeah. see both sides of it, that like people who or you see raw talent and you, which is what I think, you know, people saw in me when I first started and other, like, you can see certain people and you're like, it's not good right now because they're just new to the medium but they yeah. got it they're funny like you see that too and you're like all they really need is just the time and the practice and they're yeah it's so it
0: crazy because some of uh two of my favorite comedians are from you had them on one of your shows once mark norman and joe list like their podcast i think is amazing they're both um, awesome um, they're, they're so really great the and podcasts. it's like cuz they yeah. were in New York for like 10 years they like actually like sort of just built it up and they continue to sort of build up which is kind of cool to see.
1: Yeah, they do. I yeah, they I've they're both wonderful people too. Like they're really nice yeah. guys and um yeah, like there's something there. I think you see the people who you're like, dude, it's no, like it's it's not going to happen. And then you see the other people who you're like, I see what they're trying to do. They're just new at it. Yeah. Like it's same thing like in sports, right? Like whenever like a young kid gets, I don't know, what, like drafted or like they have an eye on like somebody yeah. or whatever and you're like yeah yeah he needs practice. He needs polish, but like he's he's gonna figure it out, kind of thing. But, um, yeah, yeah, and oftentimes the people in comedy who have been doing it for ten years, and you you can kind of see why they haven't,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean, look, you're doing it for ten, <laughs> like something should like be happening you know eventually i think like if you're funny i think that'll just go you know it may take a while but you'll eventually get there like
1: absolutely yeah i i agree and i think i've I've kind of set that with myself like i have certain five-year yeah metrics and but
0: you're on the hustle though you you, you, it seems like you know what you're doing like marketing wise and everything it seems uh yeah it seems like you're doing fantastic
1: yeah thank you yeah i'm i'm very happy with how it's it's going, and I, I think it's moving at a a good a good pace. I think I'm on track to not quit at five years. I'm That's great. T- is there
0: a five? Yeah, is there like a five year mark being like I got to get out of here.
1: Yeah, I want to have certain industry heat and credits and certain a certain level size of a fan base and stuff like that. I yeah. I definitely don't want to be the guy who's like, yeah, 10 years in and is and is sitting down at the comedy clubs, talk, mansplaining the girls like me. Yeah.
0: Do you want to eventually be like one of those road comics? Like how, I don't want to keep saying Mark Norman, but he was on the road for like five years, you know, like just slowly uh, building up a sort of a brand for himself. Do you want to be that sort of comic? Like you're selling... Uh- like 50 tickets a night uh, in Tampa or, you know, et cetera, et cetera.
1: I got to be honest, traveling and doing the road is fun. Like I'm actually, I'm I'm hitting the road for two weeks with a friend nice. of mine from college and we're doing all of Florida, like Tampa to Naples to everything. It's going to be great. Nice. But uh, being a road comic specifically is not a super big priority for me. Like I, yeah. I definitely want to tour, but I think I'd like to shift my focus into movies and TV and yeah, yeah. then – parlay it so then when i do tour i'm like i don't i don't love the idea of like ripping myself apart on the road like i think i'd rather like build a fan base through tv and then be like cool i'm gonna tour within reason i'm gonna do these select cities where i know i will definitely move tickets and yeah for um, sure yeah so but it's all you know it's it's you could break in any way at this yeah. point. So I'm just open to like, I'm, like, I'm just going to keep going and keep hustling gotcha. and keep getting funnier. And we'll say,
0: hell no. yeah. Well, for this husband, um, you should you should divorce your husband, I think, for this for this last question. I think that's physically attractiveness is a, is a big, uh, you know, component
1: absolutely yeah and go find someone who thinks uh, who yeah yeah i'm sure i'm
0: sure you're attractive uh, obviously there's going to be someone out there who likes you uh, for the whole package yeah you know.
1: absolutely yeah every there's something for everybody and like fuck this guy for I, I guess you think you're being you're freeing yourself of it by admitting it but that makes somebody feel awful and like yeah now go find someone who's like about you there's there's billions of people in the world
0: absolutely <laughs> go, there there oh, are yeah. yeah there's gonna be someone out there for you uh yeah. divorce this guy get out now um uh, what a shitty thing to say and uh and why I don't know why he's still with you uh, he't he does
1: yeah and you. I can guarantee he's gonna it, he'll be alone. I can guarantee. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: this guy. A lot of these guys suck. I don't want I keep I, I you know, I yeah. want to stand up for myself, but a lot of these people are just shitty people.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. like to even, I mean, all, all of these collectively, they are not let me put it this way they're not even people I'd want to be in, indoors
0: with yeah, at this yeah. point.
1: Like they're not great to be yeah. around.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I think well, that's our advice, everybody. Thank you, uh Brittany. Thank you so much for hopping on. I know we we were going back and forth, so I'm glad we made it happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Um, This was, this is great. And I'm going to now troll Reddit and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. It's the greatest thing. The relationship advice subreddit is is the best thing of all time.
1: Right when I think my shit's fucked up, I'm going to just log (laughs) on and be like, no, we're doing okay. Yeah,
0: you feel good about yourself. Right. You feel so good about yourself. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's always nice catching up. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, for tuning in and listening. And uh, Brittany, I guess I'll see you later. I don't know when you're in uh, New York again, but uh, yeah. Me up.
1: I will. I definitely will. I think uh, there's a chance I might go back for a quick visit in February, but I think it might actually actually might be
0: March just because. Stay out of the cold weather, you know?
1: That's what I'm thinking. Like I was, I was trying to go back in February to do a premiere party for the web series, but I already started hitting up some venues and they were like, I don't think we're doing anything. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: I don't think we're getting hit up. Uh, We do these DJ nights, like the, uh, the Disney night, like uh, we were talking about a while ago, but like we're not even looking until probably July or August, I think to start that. Up again.
1: I think that's smart. Yeah, I I think things will open like April is kind of what I'm yeah, feeling. Yeah, I mean, as soon but as the
0: vaccine becomes readily available to everybody, I think they'd have to open up again.
1: Right. So um, yeah, and already February is seeming too too soon. I would like. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. February for my birthday and for like yeah. some stuff, you know, and then I'm like now I'm like I don't think so. But well, um, well, have,
0: have a lovely thirtieth.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And if you exciting. want, I'll send you some. If you want to tune into the tarot show too. Um, oh I'll yeah. Send, send me the all the link. details.
0: of of that stuff that 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 sounds really fun
1: yeah it's ridiculous it's a it's a really fun show and we're going to be doing it bi-weekly on zoom at least through the winter so yeah
0: all right well uh that's our advice guys and uh, britney i'll I'll talk to you soon all right bye guys bye It's okay. <laughs> Pretend that you look the same. A crowd of a different age. You undo it. playing a lot, it's okay The city just ain't the same Shadow of a brighter day You wonder where it went